0: Hey y'all, my name is Nicole Rowan and this is my podcast. A space to encourage you, share biblical truths, get all of these thoughts in my head out, and introduce you to some amazing people along the way. For more info, you can go to NicoleRowan.com. Well, hello everyone, Nicole Rowan here. I am excited to be on this episode with you, the first ever episode of my podcast. Um, I've been asked to do a podcast for a while, um, and, and one night about a year ago, my husband got super excited about this idea that he started coming up with logos and names and all of the things that I could talk about. He jumped on his computer, started working on it but at the time, I just didn't feel like it was it was right that it was just the right time, the right investment and and so I kind of sat on it for a bit. And then about, gosh, I would say five or six months ago, I started recording some episodes with some just really powerful people that I had been meeting with. And I would be sitting in these meetings, and it would just be a catch-up or connect with, with someone um, who is just really awesome. And I would be sitting there going, this is crazy. This conversation is I'm having needs to get out there like this is profound information and sometimes some of the the things talked about couldn't get out there because you know it it was personal information um, about their life or ministry or or whatnot and uh, and so I always tell people I just wish a camera could follow me around because my interactions with people and just the things that happen day in and day out is really fun. (laughs) Um, so if you know me at all, or as you get to know me throughout this, uh, this podcast, you'll find that I am a raw communicator. Um, in our home, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but it's true, we call my husband the nice, smooth glass of wine, and we call myself a shot of whiskey. It's kind of based off a country song. If you don't listen to country, you'll have no idea, um, but I think you get the point you also recognize a southern twang, and that's because I was born and raised in Kentucky. Um, and I've lived out in California now for, goodness, 11 or 12 years. But here's what I really want you to know about me as you start to connect with this podcast. Uh, I am a compulsive truth teller. I don't know how to bend the truth or not tell the truth. Uh, so much so that it often gets me in trouble. You know, it's like one of those, I saw this post on Pinterest, and it said, um, I usually realize I shouldn't have said what I said right after I said it. (laughs) And so uh, there's my own growth journey there of learning when is the right time to say these things? And how do I say them? Well, I have not mastered it. So I will take any tips you might have. Um, But I I'm a compulsive truth teller, and I believe that anyone can do anything. Um, I also have this large belief that the church should be the most loving, outspoken, influential place in the world. I'm a Christian who has a lot of sass, and uh, I just love the Lord a lot and love people deeply. Um, so, um, since this is the the first episode to introduce you to this podcast, I thought I would share some simple tips and thoughts. On how to lead a life you love. A lot of times I hear people saying, "I'm just not doing what I feel like I was created to do," or "I'm just not happy in my work. I'm just not uh, thriving. I, I'm just not seeing the goals I wanted to see." I didn't think that I would be here at this age. I didn't think that I wouldn't be married. I didn't think I wouldn't have kids, or I didn't think I'd have this many kids at this age. <laughs> my life, right there. I have uh, three, three and under, and one on the way. So you can pray for me, um, but. You know, I hear these these comments a lot, and um, I was that person that had a different job every I don't know six months in high school because I just have this belief that if you're not happy, that if you're not contributing to something that's bigger than you, and if you're just living in the you know day in and day out for a whatever amount of paycheck, I'm like quit. My friends will come to me and they'll say, "Just not happy in my job. Transition out. Get another job. Do something that's fun." You're you're on this earth for such a short amount of time, and we're created to have an incredible impact on people. Um, So so don't do anything that you don't feel is towards your goals or is growing you or is helping other people. I understand there are some things that we do that. Is not necessarily for us? It's not fun for us all the time. And I'm not saying don't do those things. Uh, that's called sacrifice. That's called growing. Um, you know, putting in your time, if you will. But if you've just got a random job for a random paycheck and you're just not happy, you don't like to wake up in the morning. My gosh, move on with your life. So that's that's my um, that was like my very youthful, juvenile answer um, as a teenager. And I actually still stand by it. But I wanted to give you just some quick tips and thoughts on how to lead a life that you love. How to lead a life that you truly love, that you get excited for, that you wake up for, that you know your why, you know why uh, you have certain core beliefs in your life, you know why you're going after things, you know why you're doing the things that you don't necessarily love to do right now because there is a goal in mind. The first thing, my first tip is your dreams matter to God. They really matter to God. I I believe that the pure desires in your heart are actually from the creator. They're designed from Jesus and that he wants you to prosper. He wants you to grow into all that he's created you to be. Why? Because we are the lights of the world and we were created in his image I mean, think about that for a second. You're created in the image of God, meaning God's not going, I'm going to create something that doesn't have value or worth. I'm going to create something in my image that's just going to wonder why they get up in the morning. No, that's baloney. He's created you in his image to prosper and to grow into all he's put inside of you. He's with you. He's not against you. He's not like I'm going to teach him a lesson right now and just make him go through this really hard season and I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, it's, that's baloney also. He wants to partner with you and he wants to help you. I think the more we lean into him, the more we seek him, like get on our face and seek the Lord. I believe the more he will reveal to you your destiny, the more he'll reveal to you why you have the dreams in your heart, what they mean to you, what you're supposed to do with them. I believe he wants to partner with you, truly. And and if you don't know the Lord, well, there's a great first step. Get to know Jesus Christ, and he'll start to make sense of things in your life. The second thing, and I'm just going to hit these quickly. The second thing is, uh, and this is a really big one. I'm probably going to do a separate Man, maybe even a few episodes on this, but your inner circle matters. Now listen, I have had <laughs> so many conversations around people that you have in your life. And in, my father used to say when I was growing up, he would say, who you hang around, you'll become. And there's another quote, you know, show me your, show me your inner circle and I'll show you where you're going. And there is so much truth to both of those sayings. Who you hang around, who you spend your time with, will show you just a little bit into your future, into your destiny, into what you are attaching yourself to. And when I, when I tell people about their inner circle, I'm like, listen, listen. You got to have three to five people who are in your inner circle, and you got to let them know that they're in your inner circle. You got to give them permission to speak into your life. You got to give them permission to be really vulnerable and honest with you without offense, without you getting all upset. You got to have this inner circle that knows you better than you. Now, how can someone know you better than you? Well, because we have our own belief system and sometimes our vision is a little skewed. And so we have to have people in our life that go, hey, Nicole, I love you so much and I can see your heart in this. Can I share with you what I got out of that experience? And I'm like, oh shoot, yep, you sure can. And that inner circle of people these people are going to be people that you trust. They're going to be people you've known a while. They're going to be people that you've watched go through hardship or struggles or not so fun seasons. This isn't going to be like you meet a friend at a coffee shop at the first time and then you're like, you're in my inner circle because you're really cool. No, that's not how that works. Your inner circle, again, is made up, I would say three to five. Sometimes people have three to 10, but I think three to five is about all I can handle. But those people are people who know that they have permission. It's people that um, they, they love you. They see your, down, your downfalls. They know the things you're not good at. And they love you. And they're people that aren't trying to get anything from you. That's a big one. All right, the third thing on how to lead a life you love is to start small. Start small. A lot of people, we live in a microwave culture when really the oven is so much better. The oven is so much better. It takes longer, but it's better. You got to start small. You got a dream in your heart. You got a vision for your future. Write it down on, a, on a, a whiteboard, on a piece of paper, in your journal. Put it in front of you. Put it on your mirror in your bathroom. Look at it every day and then take short steps. That gets you there. You know, short steps still get you to your destination. We don't have to run. We don't have to have long strides. We don't have to have long legs. We don't have to speed walk, even though I really do like to speed walk. Short steps will still get you to your destination. I take my kids to a park in our neighborhood, and there's a couple different ways of getting there. And I know the fast way, and I know the long way. And I'll be honest, I'm a tired mama most days. And so, you know, I'm like, when we're headed to the park, man, get me there the fastest way possible. But the long route is actually my favorite scenic route because it's so pretty. We go through this area where the sidewalk meets in the middle of all of these massive oak trees and it's green and it's, you kind of feel like you're in the forest for about five minutes and it's awesome. But sometimes I choose not to take that route just because I'm trying to hurry up and get it over. However, no matter which route I'm taking, they get me to the same place because I know the destination. I know where I'm going. I know that our goal is to get to the park. And so no matter if we take the short route or the long route, I'm going to get there. And there are some days where I, I'm like, you know what? I want to see the beauty in this journey. I want to take the long route. And there are other days, again, like I said, I just want to get there the fastest way possible. But in our culture, we're so used to just quick, fast. How can I you know, get as many people to follow me at once? Or how can I grow my business quickly? Or how can I? And it's, it's really, it holds a lot of people back because then others get overwhelmed with not being able to go as fast. And you know, we're all designed differently. Some of us love to run. Some of us like to walk. Some of us like to skip. It doesn't matter as long as there's a a destiny. There's an in spot that you know you're getting to. You've got to have vision. And when you create vision in your life, then you're like, okay, I know right now this isn't the season for running. It's the season for walking, but I know where I'm going. And so it'll just encourage you to actually follow through uh, to what you're doing and where you're going. The fourth thing I would suggest is thankfulness. Having thankfulness and gratitude on your lips daily. And one of the ways I practice this is through declarations. I take Bible verses. I take just declarations that I've come up with. Um, things like, today is going to be a really good day because God's in it and I'm alive. Or, or sometimes my kids really love me and they really need me and I have a powerful voice in their life. And so I'm going to be patient today. I'm going to be understanding. (laughs) Um, you know, it could be fun things like that, but even just thankfulness. Thank you, Lord, for today. God, thank you that I have air to breathe. Lord, thank you that I have a car to drive. God, thank you that I have a job to go to. Lord, thank you that I have feet that work. Just thankfulness. It does something to you on the inside and It gets your mind off of all the negativity that you could focus on, on all the things you haven't done yet, and it reminds you to be thankful for the things and the people that you have. And then the fifth thing, and then we'll wrap it up here, the fifth thing is investment. How to lead a life you love, you have to invest your time your money and your talents into things that actually matter. How many of y'all know, sometimes we just buy things we don't even need to. We we just I'm not even a shopper. Like I love TJ Maxx, I'll be honest. I love me some TJ Maxx. But sometimes I know I cannot go into that store because there is nothing I need and I'm just going to spend money on something that <laughs> doesn't really matter. I just think it's cute in the moment, you know? And so the ways in which we invest our time, the ways in which we invest our, our money and our talents um, and our visions and, and our abilities really matter. And, and when, you, when, you've, when you come to this point and you're like, man, that was a lot of money or that was a lot of time, but that was so worth it, it it again just like does something inside of you you're like oh that was so worth it I didn't need to spend three hours at the coffee shop with that friend but man I'm so glad I did they spoke such good wisdom in my life or I got to encourage them um, stop wasting your time money and talents on things and people that aren't going where you're going or that aren't um, supposed to be on your journey and, and I don't say that to say like cut people out of your life that's not at all what I I mean, but there are some people in your life that when you get around them, you you just only feel bad about yourself. You just only have negativity. You just you just leave and you're sad and you know bo humbug and blah blah blah. Just stop having those meetings. Stop doing it. It's not it's not worth your time unless you're able to encourage them or they're giving you something. Something is happening in the meeting that's productive, right? And the same with your your time and your talent. So. Those are just five quick tips and thoughts on how to lead a life you love. It is my one of my greatest core values that the friends and people in my life are succeeding. And it doesn't mean that they have had to a, a, arrive, but that they are succeeding, that they are seeing the big picture, that they have a relationship with Christ and that they are going after all that he's created them to be. And so um, I just declare that over you right now as you're listening to this And um, I'll catch you on the next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to connect with me on any of the social media platforms, you can find me at Nicole Lynn Rowan.